0: Everybody. Welcome to the first ever episode of Ball Don't Lie, the basketball show where every single week, once a week, every Sunday, we go over every single game that happened the week. Hosted by yours truly, Ishan the Magician, Capaldale. Now, I want to welcome everyone. Welcome, welcome to our first ever episode. I'm so excited. And I wanted to been doing this, but the last time I did, it was a it was a horrible disaster. It was a whole disaster. And I wish I'd never done that one. But without further ado, I don't want to waste your time. Let's get to it. Starting off our first game of the week. We had Rockets and Hornets. Hornets. Able to come out with the win. 119 to 94. Something I like about the Hornets is that they're capable on every single time. They're capable every time. Especially if it has to be defense and offense. Or offense. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. Rockets, they were horrible. Ever since they traded Hornet, they just went downhill. Yeah, downhill. And... I don't like that. The Rockets had a lot of chances with Harden. They just couldn't convert for him and give him a better player so he can at least win the championship with. But now he's on a Brooklyn team with another MVP, Kevin Durant, and a could-be MVP, but he's always getting carried by that one player who is, like, way better than him which is Kyrie, who I'm talking about. All right. To just be say he's good, all right? So, the thing about the Rockets, their their offensive stats that game were horrible. 40% field goal, almost 30, 40.7. They were three-point, not well, 27 13 of 47 threes not made disappointing and they were 68 free throw percentage not just that their offense their defense was also horrible the Grizzlies I said the Grizzlies now my bad everyone I meant the Hornets the Hornets were not as good, but with the addition of Lamelo, huh, they actually might be playoff contenders. Last year, they were actually the ninth seed, like they were the other year before when Toronto won. But let me talk about this game first. Then we'll talk about the Hornets. So the rebounding, not close, fifty one to the thirty nine assist, twenty eight to. Rockets, 20. Blocks, 6 to their 4. Steals, 5 to their 9. Turnovers, 14 to their 11. Points in the paint. Tie, 44-44. And fouls, 15 to their 18. Now, the Hornets, they have a pretty solid squad. But I feel like they don't have as much bigs. Because if you see here, They don't play Bismack as much. Caleb Martin, he's not a big. The only big, true big they have, I'd say is Cody Zeller or PJ Washington. So, with that addition, Miles Bridges, on the other hand, is pretty good. Honestly, he's quite underrated. People kind of doubt him a lot. He's rebounding pretty good. And if you didn't know, he had three straight triple doubles I meant double-doubles. Ugh, I cannot talk today. So, Hornets should get a big, like Thomas Bryant on the Wizards. That'd be actually pretty good. Trade Thomas Bryant and then give him, I have no idea, Malik Monk? He can fit good. I mean, he can pass the ball. He can shoot. And he's pretty consistent. As he is averaging 9 points. Which is not bad. Because he... He's not doing good. Or, since he's on the market, Mo Bombo. A lot of you know him because of the song Shaq West made. But if you're a real NBA fan, you know him. Or you're just an Olinda fan, you know him. Not from the song. I personally know him from the song so i confessed myself so yeah if they can trade for a big man to fit with Lamelo, that he can get triple doubles any day even though he's already pretty good at passing they're not doing as well with the big man especially because every single big man they have can shoot which can kinda of mess up their pointers. Not saying they can t- not. They can shoot. Cody Zeller can. PJ Washington can. But I say trade for a big. Okay. Let's move on to our next game. Which is Grizzlies and Toronto. Toronto and Grizzlies, we have something to talk about. So Grizzlies lost the to Toronto's one twenty eight to one thirteen. Now, nothing was wrong with the Grizzlies. The only thing wrong was that Valanciunas had to go on the boards a lot. Which also meant, if you go to their total rebounds, they had 42. Jonas being one third of grabbing those rebounds. Which he is the only person here, seven feet tall. And no one else there is. The problem they had with this game was their three point shooting which they were 33% and a lot of a lot of turnovers indeed but same with the Toronto Raptors but they couldn't play as good defense cuz the amount of steals Toronto got and yeah so Valanchunas, if you don't know had 20 points and 27 rebounds. I can, I'll can. i tell you right now, and I'll be the first to say this, hot take. Valentinus, if he can just get himself together, just keep playing like how he keeps playing, he can be an all-star. Hey, that's my prediction. He can be an all-star if he keeps playing how he's playing, grabbing rebounds, getting points. Simple big man stuff. But he's not as... He's a different big man, though. He's a center that is pretty pretty special. He can shoot. Get as much rebounds as he wants. He's like... I wouldn't say he's like Shaq. No. I would say... He... Alright, you know what? Screw it. I think I'm overrating... Jonas, too much. But just to clear out my point, if he plays how he's playing right now, he can be an all star. Raptors time. Whew! Did the Raptors have some offense that night? This wasn't tonight, though. Remember, I said we're going through the whole week. Pascal Siakam, 32 points. Freddie Fleet, 32 points. Norman Powell, 29 points. Beautiful game. A lot of... Pa- not a lot of passing, though. Alright, I'm going to say this right now. Kyle Lowry is pretty disappointing. Especially this season, as he's only averaging 17 points. Well, I think he's injured, honestly. I think he is. So... I can't be as... Yeah. think he got injured. I don't know. But with that in mind, the Raptors were good on offense. 54, 54, and 92. Pretty good. Now to talk. We're gonna talk about Freddie. He's the player to talk about. So when it comes to Freddie Fanfleet, who do you th- what do you think of first? Besides his games, what do you think of? I think of him as a pretty good role player, especially when he's on fire. How? The game we saw, 54 points, most points by an undrafted player, and I think three points shy of making Toronto Raptors history with the most points in Toronto history. He had 11 threes that game, and honestly, Fred is improving a lot. Especially because he's averaging almost 20 points a game. 20 points a game! Ever since they put him on the starting lineup, he's been balling out hard. I'm telling you. He has potential. He has a lot of potential and a lot of heart. And I feel like he can do some stuff that other players can't do. He's... A lot of people call Stephen Curry or Trey Young the next Stephen Curry. But here's the gist. They only show you the insane shots he makes. When you see it in-game, he's not going to make a lot of three-pointers. But he does make insane shots that blows everyone's mind, honestly. But to be fair, and to end this conversation, if Fred... Freddie can be an amazing role player, and he can have a pretty good career. I'm not going to lie. He just has to be more... Well, actually, he's pretty fine now. There's really nothing to be mad about. He's even passing the ball more. When he's not having a good scoring game, he's passing the ball. When he's not having a good passing game, he's scoring the ball. Literally. Anything you talk about, anything, if he's having a bad game on any single stat, he's having a good game on another stat. Alright, let's go on to our next game Wizards and Bulls. Now, fun fact, the Wizards actually won this game 105 to 101. And Bradley Beal, of course, leading 35 points. And Zach Levine leading to the 35. Now, problem with this game? Every single person, every single one, I mean, wow. I'm just seeing this right now, and I I am in disbelief. Listen to this. I think I know the Wizards' problem now. Going over this stats, and they somehow won, they were 6 for 26 from 3. Impossible. 23%. But, not just that. The Bulls were thirty percent, nine for thirty. Oh my goodness, man, that's worse. That's worse than my, my my player when he's shooting threes. When he's a dang slasher, bro. That's worse than that. Like, come on. Their field goals, forty-two and forty-two. Free throws, seventy-five and eighty-three. But the reason for um. Chicago's losing is the turnovers, as the Wizards, sorry I'm worn, got eight steals, four blocks, to the blocks, oh my gosh, oh boy I can't speak today, woo, so, yeah, besides that, let's go over, so, Zach Levine, we're gonna, let's talk about him, he is 25 years old and averaging 28 points per game on 51% shooting and 43% shooting three. Listen, Zach Levine is a different breed of human. Zach Levine is that type of person you don't want you can't guard from inside or outside. He has a shooting game and a dunking game. To prove his shooting game, you're going to let him show you his half-court shot. To prove his dunking game, let him show you his two, and when I say this, two dunking champion trophies. The dude can literally do a 360 from half-court. Okay, I know that's a lie, but yeah. He can do a 360 from full court, behind the back, or anything from literally, I just said full court, and I didn't realize that. I mean, oh my goodness, free throw, free throw range, oh goodness. Guys, I'm so sorry if I can't speak, this is my first time doing this, but with that in mind, Zach Levine is something else, and you do not want to mess with him. Going on to Beal. Now, Beal, 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 Beal is just, oh, my goodness. Now, he is astonishing, doing pretty good, averaging a lot of points. And, yeah, 33 points per game, leading the guards in all-star voting. In the Western Conference. And honestly, you can't be mad at that. You cannot be mad at that. The way he's playing, he deserves it. 35. Especially because he also dropped 60. Like Curry did. But when they lost. And it was against the 76ers. Which I think they have the best um, record. Right now. In the East. Well, actually, yeah, they do. So, with that in mind, let's move on to our next game. Our next game will take place via Timberwolves and Mavericks. Mavericks win 127-122. The stats, eh, they're all pretty the same, but let's move on. Oh, shoot. <laughs> now, let's move on of what happened. During the game. Chris Stapps, pretty good game. 27-13. and 13. Luka had 26 points, 8 rebounds. And yeah, I think we should be talking about Chris Stapps now. But he came back from injury like... Wait, no. He came back so, like later then. So never mind. Luka. Luka, Luka, Luka. Now, a lot of people will be saying... Oh, Luca's not playing as good. Oh, where, 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 boy! Shut up! You don't know basketball. Okay, Luca is averaging twenty-eight, eight, and nine. Listen, we don't see that as much and as often as in his career. He's averaging twenty. Wait. Oh shoot! Sorry, guys. I I clicked on Chris apps. All right. Anyway. All right, I clicked on the right person. In his career, he's averaging 25 points, 8 and 7. And he's only 21. 21. He's averaging 28 points, 8 rebounds, and 9 assists. With one skill. So, Luca, he is... You can't even be mad at the guy, bro. He's just built different. He's getting triple-doubles like nothing. And he just scored his career high on February 12th. Which is against the Pelicans. And, yeah. He's doing pretty good. And now, let's move on to our next game. Oh, shoot. Am I here? No. No. La, 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 la. All right, here we are. Uh, Warriors and Spurs. Okay, this game was actually pretty funny. All right, let me tell you this Warriors, down three, down five. No, down, down two to there, 103 to 100. Draymond Green, eight seconds left. Shoots a random half-court shot. And, yeah. You expected it. A brick. So, that was actually pretty funny. I don't know why he took that. He did the, he pulled the Andrea Bariani card. If you don't know what I'm talking about, when there's 8 seconds left when they were down to... No, like, 11 seconds left. He shot a 3 and missed. Honestly, it was so bad. The commentators were the commentators were angry. That's how bad that shot was. He just pulled the Andrea Bargnani card, and of course that got the Spurs the win. Dejounte Murray dropped twenty-seven. Demar dropped twenty-one. Now, let us speak about Demar. He is averaging. A quiet twenty points, five and six. Like, damn! I'll be averaging a quiet twenty points. He can be an all-star this year, but we all know the all-star game is hosted by your vote. So if you haven't voted now, go vote for your favorite players. I think it. <coughs> it counts for two times today. So go vote your favorite player and then vote for everyone else it doesn't do reserves cause yeah it does vote from there so with that in mind let us talk about the stats i think they're all pretty the same yeah they're all the same and the warriors even though curry is literally dominating Averaging 30 points on the dot. 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 42% from 3, and 49% field goal. I want to say he's an MVP. Well, no, no, never mind. He is an MVP caliber. But the problem is he's not getting as much help. To be an MVP, you got to help... Not just yourself with step padding, but you also gotta help the team. It's like player, it's like getting player of the week, if you understand now. And yeah, pretty much. Damar, Dejounte, they were pretty good that game. And Steph Curry just needs help. Draymond is 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 not the one. I'm gonna be honest. He's only averaging 5 points, and he's averaging 28 minutes. 29 minutes. Very disappointing. Especially because he's averaging 18% from 3. He's not even supposed to be shooting 3s. But 35% field goal. That is sad. Don't you think? Alright. Now, we're going to... This will be the last game. Now... What I meant to say is that we are going to go through every single game this week. That I feel like is interesting. Alright. Okay. So, let's get started. the last game we're going to talk about. Cavs and Suns. Yes, I know Lakers and... Actually, we're going to go through the whole week. Yeah, never mind. Sorry, everyone. So... Cavs and Suns. Let's talk about it. Good game. Close game. Pretty good. April 24. Cavaliers. Rest in peace, Kobe. Not as good, though. Let's talk about it. Con Sexton at, had 23 points. Now, the one thing people don't talk about... It's underrated players. For example, the, the DeRozan, Rosen. Um Andre Drummond. No one talks about them. And yeah. I think ever since I'm gonna be honest, ever since TJ Warren Ever since they left the bubble, TJ Warren isn't the Michael Jordan anymore. So yeah. That's tough. Anyway. Colt Sexton is having 22 point points. With that in mind, I feel like he is kind of an all-star. Kind of an all-star. And he might make the team. Andre Drummond had 24, I 14-15. Mean pretty solid game. 14 rebounds, 15 rebounds. Nothing really... As high expectations because, yeah, Drummond does Drummond. sons though. Now, Chris Paul didn't play this game, but we got to talk about him. Chris Paul is, I mean, he's old. Yeah, I understand. But he is not doing as bad. I'm going to be honest. He's averaging 17.8. Rebound. I'm at 8 assists. Not his greatest passing season. But, uh, it gets the job done. Ever since his slow start. Oh, uh, yeah. When, when the NBA season started, he had a very slow start. Averaging like 13 points, 10 points. Very slow start. But, he's progressively getting a little better now. And, yeah. He started scoring more and passing more, and he found a game in a home in Phoenix. Devin Booker, on the other hand, I think he left his touch. What do you mean he left his touch? What I mean is that last season, if we go to his career, he averaged like 28 points a game, if I'm I'm wrong. Nope, 26. This is Devin Booker's second lowest year behind his rookie season. And I feel like Booker is starting to get in a mood where he's not liking Phoenix. Or he probably just doesn't want to shoot the ball as much anymore. But besides that, he is not doing that, averaging 24 points. I mean, you can't be mad at that. Alright, next game, what do we have? Bucks and Nuggets. Now, good game, good game, but the Bucks won 125, 114. Oh yeah, Cavs game, Suns won 119 to 113. So sorry, forgot to bring that out. Now, Books were led by, y'all want me to say Giannis, but no, I'm not saying him because he wasn't leading the team that day. It was Chris Middleton, even though Giannis is, has one more point than him. Chris Middleton had 29, 12, and 8. And let's talk about it. Chris Middleton is, he was always a backup for Giannis. But sometimes he also treats himself getting points. And I think the more he shoots, the more better he can get. Because I'm going to be honest. He's one of the best shooters out there. No one's talking about it. He's super underrated as he is averaging 45% from three. That game though, eh, wasn't good. Okay. You know what, I think I'm going to switch it up. Every single day, or every single day, we will talk about a new NBA game that day. So, tomorrow will be about Tuesday's game. Or, actually, no, I had this thought in my head where every single day, we will do a new podcast on that basketball day. And I'm already doing one on Monday to start it off. So, um yeah, this is getting a little awkward. So, with that in mind, I will set a new schedule for which every single day we will have a new podcast. That's when every single game ends. So, Chris Middleton, he's pretty decent. Underrated, and no one's talking about him. He isn't as, well, actually, never mind. He's pretty consistent, averaging 51% field gold, 42% field gold. I mean, three-pointer, 54, 55% three-pointer. He might make three-point contest this year. He also averaged 29. He had 29, 12 assists. And eight rebounds solid gain by mister by mister and now we'll go on to our next game actually now let's continue talking about this game so okay if I can find all right so this is part two of episode one of ball, don't lie. So, we already know we already went through the introductions. Let's start back. So, Giannis, we're gonna talk about now. He has been and been not on a slump. What do I mean by that? Starting the season, he was not playing good. Well, actually, never mind. He was playing good, but he wasn't playing at his level. And I feel like he can get better if he just plays like last season, which he is. So, honestly, that's why there's really not a lot to talk about him because he's just improving. Improving, improving, and improving. And just, yeah. He's going to keep on improving until he's averaging 50 points a game. Something only Wilt Chamberlain can do. But it doesn't matter because it's Giannis. Alright. So that game was Nuggets. No, Bucks 1, 125, 112. Next gate. Next. Alright, Nuggets. Nikola Jokic. Let's talk about it. Nikola Jokic is having one of his best seasons yet. 26. Oh, gosh. (coughs) 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 Averaging 26 points per game. 11 rebounds and 8 assists. He's a big man doing that. 7 feet. 7 feet tall doing that. No one can solve him. Honestly. How? No one knows how he is literally. He's literally playing like Hakeem. No, he's not. He's literally playing like a. You can't even describe any setter that is as good at passing as him. I really can't. He's just playing like himself. That's all I gotta say. Jokic is setting everyone and telling everyone unnoticed that. He is here, and he's ready to dominate. I'm telling you right now, if you let this man Jokic on fire, aka just go easy on him, I swear he's winning MVP over LeBron, but I'm going to be honest, Jokic isn't getting as much wins, so I want to say he will get MVP. But I'll say he's getting top three at least if he keeps playing like this at He's getting top 3 MVP. And I feel like the listen. I feel like he can win MVP in case LeBron has a slump. You know what I'm saying he can shoot, he can finish, he can throw the mid-range up. He's literally everything you need. He even has a little bit of handles. A little bit, not a lot. Jokic is someone I'll describe as a unicorn. Remember when we all called Kristaps that? He's a unicorn. I must confess. And honestly, I feel like he can. He can actually carry his team to the playoffs. Actually, the finals. They have a pretty solid squad. They came back from two, three, one leads in a season. Name one other team that can do that. None. Exactly. So, with that in mind, Jokic, you are amazing. Now, last game of that day, of the day. Lakers and Thunder, the game you probably all have been waiting for. Davis was out, but the Lakers was able to get the win by a monster performance by Braun. So, let's talk about our first player, Darius Baisley. When Davis was out, Darius Baisley decided to shine that game. Got 16 rebounds and 21. Double-double in the first half. And, actually, three people on that team... Got a double double via Hamdiou Diallo, Shea Gili- Gilius Alexander, and Darius. Darius. Well, since this was an OT was an OT game, Darius was able to shine out a little more. Honestly, he's not really as talk a talk about because how much people doesn't like know his game yet. He's still on the rise though, so I feel like eh, he can be something. He's dangerous. But Shay, let's talk about Shay, bro. Shea Gillius, Shay, Gillius, Alexander. Whew. Do I have something to say to you? 29 points, 10 assists, 7 rebounds. 6 feet 6 shooting guard, 6'5", I think. Played good this game. Especially, well, actually, and Dortz. Especially when it came to offense. Beautiful defense. I mean, offense, my goodness. Beautiful offense. The problem is that he is taking a little too much shots. As he was 10 for 25 that game. And it really did not help the team. Hamidou Diallo is not really anyone to talk about, but Shea, an all-star, an all-star that can be an all-star, which is all-star caliber, player, now, if you all don't know, Oklahoma has so many picks, they can literally get the number one pick any single season, any single season They can be better than the Lakers any single season because of all the picks they have. Unless they get unlucky. But, and, yeah. The OKC Thunder is a good, very good. Especially when they had the Baby Thunder. What is Baby Thunder? When they had Russell Westbrook, Young Westbrook, Young Harden, and Young Durant. That was a good game. Wait, I meant a good team. Yes, indeed. So, yeah. The Thunder has a future ahead of them. They don't want to worry about the past, they just want to worry about the future, which I respect. Now, if you check their lineup, honestly, they're 10 and 13. Somehow, they're 10 and 13. Don't know how, don't know why, and don't know when, but they are. Last season, when they had Chris Paul, they averaged. They got the sixth seed, but then lost to the third-seeded Rockets. Lakers, on the other hand, is pretty good. Lakers won 119-112 to to LeBron. Like I said, triple-double. Let's talk about it. LeBron. People considers him as the GOAT, the king, everyone considers him the king, but no one can decide if he's the GOAT or not. I personally think he is the GOAT, if you hate me for that, listen, if you think MJ's the GOAT, I am fine with that, I agree, I mean, I I agree with anyone's opinions, literally, Even though if it's different from mine, I still don't care. But I consider LeBron the GOAT. And, yeah, he's averaging 25, 8, and 8. And <clears throat> LeBron, he is one type of player. He's a type of player that literally says age doesn't matter. Or just says age is just a number. We can see that with a lot of players, and what I like about it is that I don't think that age is just a number, but age is not just a number. But LeBron just shows how lazy you can be. 36 years old and literally throwing Tomahawk James down and literally doing Kobe stuff. Not Kobe stuff, Kobe insane dunks. Like that twirl around jam he did. Whew! That was fire. At the exact listen, they did the exact same play at the exact same spot of jump. Through the half court, Taylon. At the exact the free throw. No. Like the the um oh goodness. Ugh that range the same spot on the left where they jumped and did the same exact dunk honestly pretty clean to watch all right so with that in mind lakers lebron he probably still has a little bit of juice in him probably can go for at least three or four more years until he's 40 he's probably gonna retire but if he doesn't, I'm going to be surprised. And I think LeBron is going to be in his downfall pretty soon. So enjoy up while you can. Enjoy hating on him while you can. Okay, I'm sorry. All right? Because he's not going to be around as long. And you got to choose another player to hate. I'm talking about the you, john Official John. If you don't know who he is, he's on Twitter. Go check him out. Official John. Talk about you. And, yeah. That was the whole week of NBA. And, well, it wasn't the whole week. The whole day. And the day of the NBA. I hope you all enjoyed this. And I will see you all later on the second episode of Ball, Don't Lie. This is yours truly, Ishan the Magician, Cobbledale, signing off. Goodbye, everyone.